Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Y'all, yep. I'm looking at the look on the boy's face here. This He's <laughs> alive. Like, like I just He's know so the for the first time. I just, picture, <laughs> I just picture the kids doing one of these, <laughs> <laughs> or it's like the the gif of the boy looking at the computer and then <laughs> with that. Oh, yeah, yeah, they're both, but they're both doing. He's doing that. And he's like, I saw tits today. <laughs> Boops. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about progress? Oh. Here's somebody else in this comments. I remember when we were in the must, a girl took off her shirt. She was still wearing a bra. The fans all around her booed her until she was so embarrassed she left the stands. I guess we as fans need to decide what we'll put up with. Yes, ma'am. I guess they have decided. Progress is a, progress is a beautiful thing. Were they booing or were they boobs? <laughs> boobs. Cute play-by-play announcer. They're actually saying boobs. Exactly. <laughs> This is uh, amazing. Oh, yeah. Just like I could just see the director in the truck, right? Like, yeah, I got a couple of crowd shots. Yeah, don't get that. Wait, who's working camera three? Horny Dan. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> Why did we put Horny Dan on the we, crew? No. We brought him to Utah. We thought it was safe. <laughs> well, the problem is we tried Horny Dan on the mascots last week, and that was way worse than this. <laughs> this woman has 72,000 followers. <laughs> yeah. She's a mean white lady on Instagram. Yeah. She gave her job as YouTube advocate, so I knew this was going to be an adventure but I hadn't actually checked her social. Does it mean advocating for YouTube? Mm. <laughs> the not, unfair not, criticisms it's, it's YouTube, against YouTube. Tube. Like she's mm. a god and family advocate. She's God's attorney. What? <laughs> her YouTube file um, is God and family she's, advocate. She's God's paralegal. the shutdown full cast what do you get that one that's like a i think that was a nine out of ten i think it was above average why do you ask us and then give yourself your own rating like it doesn't give us a chance to uh, now if i say it's an eight i'm an asshole you're biasing thinking out loud mondays at seven on the sec network spencer that's correct with my co-host richard johnson available follow series dpr um no, that's just me setting the baseline so that Ryan does look bad, right? Ryan's already thinking of a rating that he's going to do, and I immediately sidetrack that. That, that is how I win. That's the collaborative effort of podcasting. 
right here, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just glad that we've all realized that talking about the, the thing is funnier than the thing. That's definitely always the case. I don't even know what the thing is anymore. Welcome to the Internet's only college football podcast. Oh. So glad I could answer that question. I am Spencer Hall. Joining me as always, uh, Ryan Nanny from uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Nashville, I have a question for you, Ryan. Uh, did you eat today? Yeah, yeah, I ate today, Spencer. Okay, good. That was all I wanted to ask. <laughs> That's it. Did you have a kind of? Did you have some bread with it? Uh, I I I had a peanut butter sandwich at lunch. Okay. On, okay. on bread, not on a biscuit, if that's right. what you're wondering. I wasn't going to mention, you know, biscuits <laughs> at all. But now that you did. I brought you why, lunch. Why is Nashville so biscuit specific to you? Yeah, I, I, I've, I, I'm, I, I've been wondering this for a couple wants months to do now. That stupid fucking voice. Is that all it is? Yes. No, no. Yes, no. he just wants to do the stupid fucking voice. It's not, it's not that. I just, you know. I would. I said this. I'll say it. I'll say. I said this in writing. I'll say it out loud. I would rather you go back to Ricky Gervais doing Black Mirror than ever hear your biscuit voice ever again. <laughs> I'm so Ask tempted me to go as eight, Ricky eight Gervais. Directions. Ask me as Ricky Gervais if I had a biscuit today. I'm you have to. You have to ask it in the um, "Have I triggered you?" voice. <laughs> yeah. Mm. What if your biscuit was a cell phone? And what if your cell well, phone he's right. That is much better. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. It doesn't even hurt now. And what if the government had both of them right here? Uh, also joining us. This is uh, like almost Michael Caney. You're you're trending. Yeah, it. it's got to go more. It's fine. Um, it's got to go more like they don't. Want well, I've been doing a lot of. This. I've been doing a lot of Warhammer with the kids, so like the orc <laughs> voice is bleeding with over, right? Yeah, with the kids, not by myself talking. Are you to a big models. character voice guy? Absolutely, the kids love that. One hundred percent. If you're gonna, if you're playing, you got yeah, you gotta swap out. You gotta do a voice. Do you do a British voice? Hagrid, I will tell you that he does a really good Hagrid. Yeah, okay. I do a really good I will, Hagrid. I will admit. The orcs if are you're lucky. Are I'll very, ask if you um, ate a biscuit in it. Yeah, the, the the orcs all talk like chimney sweeps. So it yeah. is a natural fit. I I do kind. Of, I know we've sort of long ago decided that any movie about ancient uh, white culture, like ancient Romans, whatever you're going to use an English accent for. I do think it would be funny if we used like a stereotypical Italian accent for it. Instead. <laughs> yes. I would, yes. I would really like to see these movies about like gladiators and shit. And they're all like, Hey, we are about to die. Salute you. We could put Oliver Platt in more of them then. And I think that's a net positive for everyone. Yes. Yeah, Three Musketeers. Everybody's in a fucking English. It's very funny that we were like, uh, who should play Cardinal Richelieu? The most English-accented man in the world, Tim Curry. Tim Curry should play every villain, though, to be fair. Yes. Like prime Tim Curry. Yeah. <laughs> when he popped up in Red Alert. <laughs> Come in like, ah! Yes. I have a news item specific to the interest of this podcast. About Tim um, Curry? Okay. I, no, I got worried. I'm glad it's not about Tim Curry. Investigators have seized 27 antiquities from the Metropolitan Museum of Art over the last six months. Um, and they're going to be repatriated to their countries and whatnot. Um, but international art crime uh, is fashionable again. 
the Manhattan District Attorney's Office has obtained nine warrants to seize objects from the Met since 2017. (laughs) That's the best. I'm so excited. There's a terracotta drinking cup called a Kylix from Greece. It is valued at $1.2 million. So this is all going back to like the golden age of heisting, right? The Mm -hmm. Met purchased it in 1979 from a gallery in Italy who began dealing in antiquities in the 70s and was first investigated by the Italian government for illegal practices in 2001. Um, And apparently like nine items on display in the Met were bought from this guy and were all smuggled. Um, excellent this is the best part because it's literally like a new york i know a guy thing except the guy is the met yeah Yeah. i know i know a guy who could get you some greek antiquities who it's the met if anybody's in new york and goes to the met a lot tell us what the plaques that they put up say like in place of where these used to be do they just rotate stuff in we stole this um cambodian officials meanwhile are pressing the met to return antiquities that they believe were looted i i'm betting they're they're correct um, anyway, so uh, we're, we're, there's something about repatriation that thrills me just as much as a good heist movie because it's like reverse looting. We should have a movie about Art Interpol. I agree. Mm-hmm. Art Archer, Inter- Archerpol? Inter- Interpol? Interpottery? Inter- Interpart. There it there is. We go. There it is. Anyway, sorry. I had to get our, our weekly Hobby Lobby uh, <laughs> recommended allowance in there hobby lobby and the metropolitan museum of art two, two institutions that are exactly the same mm-hmm. <laughs> we're here to steal the antiquities of ancient sumeria the hobby you lobby gala th- that's what i need to see mm-hmm. oh you remember that part oh, we've when harry met sally something. when they go on a date to hobby lobby you remember that of course sorry the only harry we recognize on this podcast is harry styles but not in a good way i am also now remembering um the the chil- the children's book I think it's from the mix up files of Mrs. B- uh, Bezley Frankweiler the central premise of which is a child runs away from home and successfully sleeps in the Met without the Met knowing for mm-hmm. like a month mm-hmm. like I don't know what ch- I don't know what like YA books are like now but I hope they're as batshit as the ones we like between that and Hatchet it was it was a lot of like Hey man, shit's gonna get real. You better be you better be ready to survive out there in the world without your stupid parents. Well, yeah, the, the, that's, the, that's the, pretty like, much the starting premise of every YA book is like okay. parents, yeah. are, parents are fake. Good. The, the reverse read on all of this is is that children beholding the adult world are like, yeah, this is all gonna fall apart. You guys are really irresponsible, yep. and no one's in charge. Yep. I'm gonna end up living on my own side of a mountain, literally. That mm. is the premise and title of a very popular YA book at one point. So yeah. Um, I want to go back to one point, by the way. Why do people in the future, like when we do movies about the future, why do they never have Southern accents? Like, can you have like, I want to see a movie about the future. Why everybody has bad news. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, let's, let's prove the rule by noting the exception, the expanse where everyone on Mars has a Texas accent, because as soon as Mars is colonized, everyone in Texas says, who we, I bet there's oil up there. (laughs) Plus, Mississippi can't participate in the future because all their money's going to vo- illegal volleyball facilities. So, <laughs> okay, I'm concerned that this makes Brett Favre a secret feminist. 
I know that's wrong. I think it's not but a secret. Very secret. <laughs> <laughs> I'm worried. Yeah. I'm worried about it. That disguise is thorough. <laughs> like, is this reparations to ladies? This, if you should be his lawyer. Like his no! lawyer yeah. his lawyer to date has been like Brett Favre has done nothing and, and whatever he did it wasn't wrong. And instead, Brett Favre oh. should be saying, like, yes, it was fraud, but it was it was to break the cycle of misogyny. <laughs> That I perpetuated. That I participate in. But only I, as one of the participants of this system, can help dismantle it. I yeah. had to do it in order to gain credibility with the patriarchy That's that right. I am now dismantling. There That's right. That's right. What's, uh, what's Ted DiBiase's defense? Because <laughs> we, we should remember. Dick. Just money. in case you weren't. Yeah. There was money. <laughs> I'm the million-dollar man. What was I supposed to do? You can't name me the million-dollar man and expect sure. me not to take the million dollars. Nominative determinism is not fraud. <laughs> In fact, it's a disability, and I would like to claim it as such under the ADA. <laughs> telling, telling the million-dollar man he can't take the million dollars is able. It's a HIPAA violation for you to ask to see my bank accounts. <laughs> Nobody said the million dollar man wanted to be the million dollar man. Fly casual, man. What happened to free will? Oh, did you guys see the LS the the dude who just walked onto the field in the LSU game like yes. the, the most casual streaker I've ever seen? Like he was ambling. Just enjoyed mm -hmm. a nice day admiring the fescue. That's what he was doing. And I mean, he got taken away, but even while being taken away, he was clearly very vibes forward. Yeah. It wasn't a field stormer. He was like a field um, like sun he shower. He strolled. He just strolled. I think yeah. he took the field with as much passion and uh, decisiveness and commitment as Brian Kelly himself. <laughs> he looked like Brian Kelly during a crucial fourth quarter moment, just sort of standing there. I'm looking at the video that Seth Lewis had uh, had posted, and even while he's being even while he's being escorted away, it kind of looks like he's saying to the security guards, like, oh, you can really feel fall in the air, huh? Yeah. It's just, man, it's nice, right? Like September, right, man? Y'all, we're so close to hoodies and shorts weather. What temperature, <laughs> do, you, what temperature do you think is hoodies and shorts weather? Yeah, like, I, as soon as it hits 65, I'm like, that's all the excuse I need. Yeah, man. It's also important because it's also like, it's boots and shorts weather for the girls and... Oh. <laughs> Am I right, bro? I love it when the ladies wear those big hats, you know? <laughs> when it's Christian Autumn and they wear their big Christian hats. I don't know why this is his voice, but it is. It absolutely is. Because, <laughs> like, he can't have a passionate voice, you know? Mm -mm. No, no, he's, he's, all, he's all about vibes. Like, I, oh, by the way, I noticed, too, this is a, uh, I've seen this with a couple of different uh, streakers and or field stormers. Um, after numerous videos of uh, bystanders and or security absolutely leveling field stormers or uh, streakers, there's a new approach of the minute they get close <laughs> to you, you put out the hands and go, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm not ended up. I'm not ended up in that video. I'm good. You can go I, ahead I, and just I, Yeah. It. Watching the video, it's like, how long did this go on? Like, did they just stand there pointing their palms at each other? Like, <laughs> having a battle of, like, a Care Bear stare? Like, who's, who's going to, who's gonna like, talk the other guy into, like, hey, Battle let's me in my mind palace, <laughs> officer! All, we can all walk away here, but what if we don't walk away? <laughs> you, guys, you guys hungry? I could eat. I hope that was a moment for Brian Kelly too, in case he's doubt and he doubts he's walked into an entirely different situation than coaching Cincinnati or Notre Dame. 
that at LSU there's just a guy who will chill as hell walk onto a field full of 22 very large muscular angry men and just you know vibe yeah if you yeah. rush the field at Notre Dame 60,000 people would scream sit down at you. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's being loud his footfalls are troubling me I like um, Brian Kelly, our second most cop head coach behind Pat Fitzgerald, having to deal with a situation in which people just stroll around on his field wherever they want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Total breakdown of law and order. And also, there- Tiger Stadium is the stadium most notoriously broken into by drunk students. Like, there was a while where um, on one of various blogs, I forget, I think it was SB Nation, where we had a LSU um, field break-ins tracker. <laughs> I think Richard Johnson was rating them, star rating them each Weren't time. Weren't they frequently, like, breaking golf carts and shit? And- oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah, golf get, cart, yeah. that's instant five-star. If you yeah. get a vehicle into Tiger Stadium. Yeah. Man, they're literally on Brian Kelly's lawn. It's got to be so rough for him. (laughs) Somebody's violating property laws. Returns on capital are below indexed return. No. You know, I... I, The Homeowners Association will hear of this. (laughs) No, I say I was going to be rough on him, but he's also got to be kind of comfy happy because in this yard, the Homeowners Association is the cops. That's, That's got to make him feel kind of snuggly. That's true. Yeah. It's, going um, great. it's going great in Baton Rouge. Super it is, excited. It's, it's going to be awesome. Mississippi State happen? comes to town and it's going to be super fun. And not so la- last night, just an LSU-related note. So Richard and I had to do a segment on the show where we picked whether Texas A&M was going to win or lose things. And we were kind of shocked that we were getting toward the end and Texas A&M was winning more games than we thought they were going to win. <laughs> And we really hadn't rehearsed it ahead of time, so we were both kind of what? we were both kind of mortified that this had happened. But the final game on the schedule is LSU. <laughs> we looked at it, we're like, so that's a win for Texas A and M. Like simultaneously, no discussion, <laughs> just like yeah, yeah, ding. For maximum chaos, let's have Texas A&M shit the bed for a whole season and then immediately clean up against Brian Kelly's first team at LSU. Jimbo and Brian Kelly in Thanksgiving week. Who do they who do they have leading <clears throat> like in the couple of weeks leading up to that game? Well, they have UMass. So Okay. Pro- probably dumb. Things aren't that bad. Yeah, things aren't that bad yet. But uh let's see who else they have. Oh, they there. got Auburn before that. Yeah, so listen. Mm-hmm. That's who you want. That's who you want when you want dependable results is you want to have Auburn waiting on the calendar. <laughs> Uh, and Florida. So there, the last four games, there's a, a guaranteed win in UMass and the mixture of Florida, A&M, and... Uh, Old Miss is the... Yeah, and Old Miss prior game. to that. That's beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm just going to be quiet and just see what happens. Like, I don't feel the need to really comment on Texas A&M at this point. Just, like, stand, stand to the side and, and watch in appreciation. The volume will come. The, the volume will come regardless of whether we're we're helping it along. I it's think. like watching an adult try to do something that you know they can't do. You know, where you're like, okay, mm. you're gonna you're gonna fix this yourself, huh? All right, I'm just gonna stand over here. So like, not a kid, so you don't, you know, no. like if it's a kid, no. you're like, oh, they're gonna hurt themselves. I'm yes. gonna step in. Yes. But yes. if it's an adult on the ladder that's way too tall, yep, they'll probably be fine. <laughs> you're just like, you know what? Learn by doing, A and M. That's what you're gonna do. You're gonna learn by doing. Hey, you guys want to listen to a voicemail? I would love to. We got some voicemails here at 704 Soulcast. Hail to Ra, the sun god. Um, 
I just want to say on a personal note, as the person who is coming through all these, I really appreciate the number of you who are calling in just to tell us how your Tahoe is running and the number of you who are calling in just to see how everybody's day is going. Thank you. Um, I appreciate this. Uh, Mikey in Memphis, area code 804. Server, can we hear that one? Hi, this is uh, Mikey in Memphis, first time, long time. Um, I don't know if y'all are aware of this, but Virginia, like the University of Virginia Cavaliers, has a traveling trophy with Florida State and has been in possession of it since 2019. Um, just kind of wanted your thoughts on that. Bye. I've never heard of this. Yeah. It, um, I, I'm pulling I this up now. I think it started it's... in the 90s when Virginia like immediately won it. Uh, uh, it was called the Jefferson Epps Trophy, okay. and it was um, created in 1995 and named after Thomas Jefferson and Thomas Jefferson's and grandson, oh. who was a two-time mayor of Tallahassee. Like, huh. what, a ham-fisted, what a ham-fisted yeah. way to put two people together. Oh, okay. Thomas Jefferson, yeah, pres- racist racist slave owning president but president nonetheless and a guy who was mayor of tallahassee like these two things are not the same i don't care that they're related what is the trophy uh it is a pitcher it is a a kind of silver pewter pitcher pitcher on on top of a hexagonal wood base just celebrating two people who as far as i know weren't in love in basketball it is the base of it is is made out of a tree that used to be the largest tree on the grounds of UVA, but, but suffered, now it's dead. It suffered Correct. a fatal tree disease, and they were like, "Well, this isn't a cursed object to turn into a trophy, surely." Did it say fatal tree disease? Yes, on Wikipedia it says fatal tree disease. That's so Which non-specific. An Alabama fan had been nearby. Mm. <laughs> yeah. So, by the way, Epps. Uh, Epps, in this case, uh, a statue was placed. And then uh, the statue later became controversial because Epps, the half of the trophy's namesake, had a history of expanding slave ownership. Ah, that's the connection. Yeah. Just to, just the, to boost his uh, cotton numbers. The family business. Hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Small business owner. Look at that little apple nestled right there next to the base of the tree. Here's here's the worst part about this. So so the Wikipedia page on this trophy lists like Epps history of expanding slave ownership and supporting the Confederacy and uh, or- organizing night watches to catch slaves in the streets of territorial Tallahassee. Ew. Here's the, here's the fun sentence. The original thin blue line. Despite this history, FSU students voted by a large margin, 72% to 28% to keep the statue in 2016. Despite is the word huh? that I would quibble with there. 2016, huh? Mm-hmm. Despite. Mm. Uh, yeah. I don't feel like you get one... to have that and the unconquered statue. You you kind of need <laughs> to make a choice there. <laughs> or or can I add can I add You're the really hearing both sides, might I add. The the actual stained glass portrait of Bobby Bowden in the stadium. <laughs> but that's just funny. People, yeah. Pe- yeah, people think well, that's like that that's up. like when no. you get to that's, that's like self parody. That's fine. That's like when you get to Bowser's castle and he's got a stained <laughs> glass of himself. You know, that's just, Bobby Bowser. That just <laughs> <laughs> listen. 
You know who else has a lot of kids that you know are, has a lot of useless are lot, kids? Are a lot of problems. <laughs> you know who has a lot of kids that are easy to defeat in level one? <laughs> yeah. Excuse me, Wendy Koopa is an absolute Mario Kart ace. When did when did when did you know you were going to conquer the game and beat him? Well, he appointed his son offensive coordinator. His son Jeffy just Bowser. hops around. Jeff, <laughs> sorry, Jeff Bowser sounds so natural in the mouth. Yeah, Jeff Jeff Bowser sounds like a '90s Braves pitcher who smoked on the mound. Mm. I'm gonna go with. Can uh, you be more specific? Yeah, uh, L- L- Ludwig von. Bowden is my personal favorite. Every time I see Isaiah Bowser for Northwestern, I make the same noise every time. They're like, that's Bowser on the carry. And I quietly to myself on the couch go, wrong. <laughs> Just I, think this makes my, I think this makes Miami Mario in this example. Which actually obviously oh, fits. Whoa. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, we're Mario because we're giving people pipe. That's right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What, good. Who's, good. What is that supposed to be? What voice is that supposed to be? Dade County, baby. I don't know. It's uh-huh. it's Bob Hoskins as Mario Mario. I got in the this. Film, I got Super this. Mario. I got this plant I really like. Makes me put on my white suit. And <laughs> then it gets hot. Then I throw fire at anyone. <laughs> at I anyone. Just, I just spit. <laughs> I start spitting fire. Spit hot fire. That's what I do. Why are you doing this, lady? Fucking hot lady. <laughs> <laughs> Miss Hot Ma'am. <laughs> Listen. It's what, it's what talking hat. Yeah. She got kidnapped. You gotta admit that's realistic. Yeah, that's I broke realistic. into the wrong I broke into the wrong house again. She wasn't there. I, I don't need nobody. My, my, my only side my only sidekick's my fucking fitted. And mm-hmm. my brother. Again? And you know, if you're short on coins, I know a guy. Level three two. You just go. I know a lot about shro- I know a lot about shrooms as well. Good ones, yeah. bad ones, all shrooms. <laughs> He's winding down by tuning up his car with a giant parachute on the back, <laughs> so so my haters can watch me float past. Sometimes a big. Now I little. want this. This is a problem. I was gonna. I was skeptical of this at first, Ryan. I'm buying into it now. Yep. One hundred percent. Thank you. Yeah. Also, this makes uh, this makes Florida Wario, which is really you wish. Mm. No, kind of, yeah, I do wish. God, <laughs> you pushed you pushed your, you. pushed your luck there. Yeah, thank you, Jason. <laughs> Wario's the best. I'm only Auburn's Wario. Wario. We all know it. Who is <laughs> Auburn? Is Wario? Come on, Auburn. <laughs> Fix facts. <laughs> they're, they're, all they care about is ruining. They all they care about is ruining something. Except mm. including then the meme. Mm. Then the meme is I've lost, but at what cost? <laughs> yeah yeah god like we're all counting we're all counting on penn state beating them this coming weekend i forgot that this week i'm not i'm not counting no, that no no i'm, I'm not, not counting, counting that. that i'm not counting no. that at all okay all right what's funnier it's definitely funnier if auburn wins that game it's pretty funny uh, either way no i don't know def- man what, what, make what the is, case ryan make the what case what is funny about penn state beating auburn penn state is a better team than auburn in a with a more stable situation auburn lost <laughs> auburn losing yeah. is always it's funny pretty funny but james franklin is like a counterweight to funny right? here's what i want you to think if penn state beats auburn okay. they will do so in a way where you're like well I don't agree with every decision they made, but ultimately, like, they were more talented and better organized, and it's fine. 
if mm-hmm. Auburn beats Penn State, I want you to think about what Penn State did in that world. And I want you to think about <laughs> what Penn State Twitter is going to do in that world. And that's why it's funnier. I, don't, it, I think these are the same thing. I think this is the same, same team with different logos. One of them doesn't have any. They're That's <laughs> maybe the most insulting possible. Penn State is unlicensed. Who's an insult? Which side? Both. <laughs> <laughs> Who's matter at that comparison? <laughs> I don't even know. Penn State is on their meds. Yeah, not like, many. <laughs> here's the thing: Penn State is Auburn with Penn State is Auburn on the wrong meds. Okay, Who maybe is, the meds are. Maybe the meds is like an antiviral or something. Who's Penn State's Bama? Ohio State. Currently. Okay. Yeah, currently. Yeah, yeah, they. I mean, they get a bullshit win by two points every four years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Off something like a, a blocked punt. Yeah. This this, mm-hmm. this makes sense. I will argue. Red team, blue team. See, Penn State could actually like has someone to blame because they'll be like, ah, it's Sean Clifford, right? If Auburn, if Rose Auburn Bowl player Nicks, of the the week, week one. If Auburn loses, it's Bo Nix. This is actually great because imagine looking at fans of either team and going, "You're just like them." <laughs> Penn State is Ooh, just uh, secular. I'm Auburn. try this. No, they're so dis- it's so disturbing to me because they will blame Sean Clifford, but like, there's no one to point to at Auburn who you're like, oh, it happened because of that guy, right? Paul no Bryant. One. Paul Bryant. Yeah, Paul. Paul Bo Bryant Nicks and Paul Bryant. Oh God. I'll blame <laughs> Gus at this point. Yeah. I think we still got a little meat left on that bone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't throw that away. We can still go there if we want, and we will. We will. Tupperville. Um, yeah, I am. I am looking forward to that happening either way. Hey, you have a voicemail. Can you play? This will get me to what I want to talk about next. Do you, can you play the voicemail from Clancy? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Let's hear from four hundred two, Clancy from Nebraska. Hey, this is Clancy from Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> thought we were going to be good this year, and. <laughs> turns, turns out we're not. Uh, that's, that's all I got. Google the red. And the voicemail. I feel bad. Sorry. I feel bad. One, one more time. I hey, this is Clancy from Nebraska. Uh, oh, thought we were going to be good this year, and <laughs> turn, turns out we're not. Uh, that's, that's all I got. Google the red. Sorry. I'm sorry, Clancy. Your sighs are funny. <laughs> That's a great voice. Bro. I've never heard a pure distillation of the fan existential <laughs> right, crisis, so, which is, I thought we were going to be good. So and I we're have, not. Why? not. So I have why? a reveal at this point. Uh, this voicemail was sent to us on August 27th before. Oh, my God. And then uh-huh. things got worse. This is this is a stray leftover from after the the Northwestern game, Clancy buddy. We hope you're all right. Yeah, um, man. It'll be, it'll if be okay. you wanna if you wanna give us an update, just just let us know you're let us know you're breathing regular and and getting lots of fluids. There's just so much more Nebraska football to play. Like There's I know so because much left. I know they fired yeah. Scott Frost, and so that feels like the end in some. But this is kind of like USC last year, where it's sort of like. Oh, yeah, you still have to play the remaining nine. I regret yeah. to inform you, these nine games still have to be played in some Yeah, way, we're going to look up in two months. Like, oh, yeah, they, they still need a coach. You, you still have to play <laughs> Oklahoma. That's uh. still a thing. 
Yeah, and you, you fired the guy uh, two weeks early. It would have saved you $8 million if you wait, or whatever. Check, plug in the correct numbers. Yeah. And uh, yeah. why'd you do that? Well, probably so you can take some air out of Oklahoma's upcoming demolition of you. So, oh, yeah, it doesn't matter. They beat our backup coach. Who cares? <laughs> now that I've said that, mm-hmm. some crazy bullshit will happen in this game. Yeah. So let me cover my bases with that. Spencer, you said this was going to get you to something you wanted to talk about. Yeah, which is, which is yeah, Nebraska. Because mm. uh, <laughs> I know people crave Nebraska talk. Huh. But it's like watching Cite- a magician at work. Citation needed. Where's he but going with this? I know. <laughs> Master orator. Well, what I was going to go with is this. How, who wants a house? I would like house? to discuss <laughs> the topic brought up by that mm-hmm. guy. We've all done video, but I just want to point out there's one current television professional on this call. That's right. It's like, guy. It's like what if Perd Happily was sleepy? <laughs> so what I was going to say is somebody needs to buy, if you want a house with a full panic room and bunker in the Lincoln, Nebraska oh, this is, okay. area. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. If you need that, it's available. Okay. And I'll bet it's huge. I'll bet Wait, it's huge. Have- because no coach to me is worth. Scott Frost's house has a panic room. I'm just betting. I'm just throwing okay. that out there. Okay. Okay. Because uh, no coach to me, when he got fired, immediately was like Soros. Like no dude is more Q-pilled than this guy. Like above Urban Meyer levels of above, I really like. Okay, where would you put it in relation to like Shelly Meyer levels? Mm, Shelly's Shelly, close. Okay. Shelly is Q. So. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> now, Spencer, is this based on vibes or what? You're not supposed to say that, Jason. Yeah, this is just vibes. This is okay. just my guess. But look okay. at him. Look at like, l- like, look at the overall vibe. The places look at he's who lived. He follows. Places, yeah. <laughs> or let, listen, Central Florida. I'm including you, Oregon. Yeah. As oh, yeah. As you should. As you should. Yeah. As you should. Yeah, the home, of, the home of Clive and Bundy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You absolutely should include Oregon in this, but. I, I feel really confident saying that there is no coach who has a larger collection of fearsome weaponry he should not own or be allowed to own than Scott. Nebraska didn't have much weaponry. To wing cans of corn at him from the sidelines. I I, I think we <sighs> look at him too. It's, he looks like Todd. He looks like Todd from Breaking Bad. He really does. <laughs> if so this like, is true, it's even it's even more astonishing that they fought, fired him on nine eleven. Like, you know he's already in a conspiratorial mood on that day. That's what I was thinking. George Bush fired me. (laughs) That's how I know this was a firing done with malice. Because it's not like, all right, so if it was just another AD, it would be something different. It would be like, there's a professional AD and he just wants to get it done and it's that. No, Trev played for Nebraska, right? And He knows how much 9-11 means to these people. (laughs) It's not like he deferred to authority there like, well, he played for this program. No, he's a former player. He's fighting for the identity of the program and believes that he screwed it up. So he's going to be the one who's like, how can I, what can I do to achieve maximal like circuit overload in Scott Frost? And it's like, I could fire him at exactly the hour. Like, I want to go back and look. I'm like, did he fire him when the first hour hit? Don't do this. Speaking of Trev Alberts, I want to note a quote he gave um, shortly after firing Scott Frost. Mm-hmm. The, uh, 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 Mr. AD, why'd you do this? And Trev Alberts, former, uh, I keep saying, I keep coming out burps. I don't I, mean to say I, that. I like I'm it. Aware. I think you should lead yeah. into it. Trev Alberts. Al- Al- <laughs> um, Al- they, they said, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Alberts, uh, why'd you do this? And he said, 
the former Nebraska football player said, we needed to inject something to mm. give them confidence. <laughs> to Nebraska the just stronger. needed an injection. That's, uh, I mean, historically speaking, that's, that's pretty much the case, isn't it? The more Nebraska gets injections, the better they are at football. So this should work pretty great. And Trev Alberts. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fun to say. Try it. Try it. <laughs> Trev Alberts. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm just glad my professionalism is contagious. Albertson's <laughs> field. This makes it even better that he kind of looks like the captain on Pigs in Space from the old Muppet he show. Totally sure. does. Yeah. Captain, he, Alber- captain Alberts. He looks like Zap Brannigan from Futurama. <laughs> yeah, so Star Wars. Do you know what I love about that quote? Director Alberts. This is this is a form of speech that is supposed to be. You know that that is supposed to be polite. That is supposed to be removed. But what he's actually saying are we needed an injection of vitamin, not you. Yes, mm-hmm. it's yeah. it's it's. We think the this will show the players we believe in them so much that we spent an extra eight million dollars to mm-hmm. get you out early. Plus eight million dollars worth of steroids. Yeah, also that. I can't wait. So I got just one that. cycle, Nebraska. Just one cycle. You and me. We're so I got do a it. question that we haven't asked yet because we didn't think Nebraska was eight million dollars mad, and it turns out they were. Uh, the question that we were going to ask when they were still considering firing Scott Frost for whom? That's I, who on earth do you go get now? And I know we I know we say this a lot, but look at everything that's happened. Look who they just brought in. Mm-hmm. Look who is the AD. At, for for what? What is your plan? Trev Alberts. AD. Trev Alberts. Oh, yeah. are we are we gonna are we gonna burpee Alvarez? We're gonna burpee Alvarez this baby. <laughs> All right. I like the the best answer is we have no fucking clue based on how the last like two or three years of coaching hires have gone. Right, Richard said this mm-hmm. on Twitter. Like, if if sitting coaches at sitting and also like very well established coaches at Oklahoma and Notre Dame will leave for other jobs, like mm-hmm. you can't really put anybody off the table at this point. Yeah. No. The most haunting one is what Godfrey Godfrey's put it out there. The most haunting one is Urban Meyer. Like that to me is Christ. That to me is the one where. The further he got into it and the more he discussed how likely this was to emerge as a candidacy, the more uh, like the louder the background music got, right? Like the the Hans Zimmer, like the background music is I'm never gonna dance again. Yeah. Yeah. Like they'll they'll call Bill Belichick, won't they? I mean you gotta at least call. Like I don't I'm not saying that's gonna happen and I'm certainly not saying I know anything indicating that's going to happen, but like Ryan and at, r- report. <laughs> at this Reporting, point, he did it. At this point, like Nebraska, everybody already thinks you're like a little touched. Why? Who? Like, lean into it. Just go ahead and like be as as batshit as you want to be. Yeah. Go get used to nut. I mean, look up politic openly. From. Politic openly, and just be like, yeah, we're good. We're we're just. Trev Alberts should come out. On, on, <laughs> no, he should go on now game we day. Say it without it. He yeah. should go to Boone. He should go on game day, and he should hold up a novelty check and be like, "This is for Nick Saban." <laughs> Nick Saban, come coach Nebraska, and no, just like thinking, put it out there. You're thinking small man, Condi Rice. You know, Stanford's, I mean, if we're, if we're Stanford's get, own. If we're gonna get a war criminal, let's get a war criminal. Let's a war get, criminal never abandoned Stanford. Let's like get that. a let's get a war criminal. No, yeah, that's true. <laughs> 
if we're going to fire somebody to, on 9-11, let's hire somebody yeah. on 9-11. She wow. needs to uh, avenge what director Alberts did on 9-11. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. just, just laughing, thinking about the immense psychological spiral. The only, <laughs> the, o- the only thing I, I feel at all confident about vis-a-vis the Nebraska head coaching search is it's going to get at least three other head coaches extensions and raises that you're just oh, like, yeah. wow, what? What? Why is that happening? And that's great. This that's is where wonderful. Brian Harson comes out and says he has no interest in the Nebraska job. Who is the funniest coach who's going to get a pay raise off of this? Off of the like, I don't know. Heard he, heard he loves Lincoln. <sighs> uh, PJ. If this happened to Marcus Freeman after starting 0-2, that would be pretty good. Ooh, that's rich. PJ Fleck is fu- being floated for this job too, so Holly's not Holly. Holly's on something there. Hey, I had to listen to a reporter I like personally very much talk yesterday about how he was nigh positive that Matt Campbell was going to take the job. Is that even a lateral move at this point? From I'm not I'm not talking about like the 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 scope and resources of Iowa State's program next to Nebraska's program. I'm talking about quality of life for what Matt Campbell has built for himself at Ames. Like, how has your life improved? by taking this job money's pretty cool but otherwise yeah corn See, <clears throat> you know how uh to run for president <clears throat> you need like <clears throat> excuse me you need like a dangerous level of self-belief mm-hmm. you need yeah. you need to have the level of self-belief that says i should be in charge of an entire country mm-hmm. and not just any country the united states i should like Ultimately, whoever takes this job needs that level of insane self-confidence. Mm-hmm. Like, to say, yes, not only can I, I will fix Nebraska. You've got that smile that tells me this is going someplace. And no, I'm no, I just, like, I just, okay. like, that. that's ultimately... All these questions about, like, cultural fit, recruiting chops, and no. You just need somebody crazy enough to think that yeah. they can fix Nebraska. That's the right mindset. I think my favorite rumor is Mark Stoops. It's been said many, many times. Uh, Because Iowa and Nebraska are the Um, same things. Like, just imagine going from a place where going eight and four-ish every year makes you beloved and uh, makes John Calipari um, uh, shit himself and going to a place where eight and four gets you fired, apparently. All right, but here's... here's, Not recently. It's been a while, but... (laughs) Here's a scenario I'd like to embrace. Nebraska announces in a very unusual move that Mark Stoops will take the job, but he, they're going to let him coach out the rest of the year at Kentucky, and Kentucky's fine with this. Iowa continues its season. In two months, let's say, Kirk Ferentz announces he's done. He's stepping down, and Brian is not getting the job. And Iowa swoops in. Mm. And like TCU going to the Big East but never showing up, Whoa. Iowa poaches Mark Stoops. Nebraska head coach before he's even coached a game there. That is like, some sick shit. That would, that would, yeah. That's what I want to see. Nebraska has to, has to counter with Mike. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to. You definitely don't have to. Fires, you wanted a Stoops. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get a Stoops. Where I would argue. Stoops? Is he at Alabama? Kirk, uh, Ferentz com- Kirk Ferentz coming out and lobbying against the hires. He's the linebacker's coach for his brother at Kentucky. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Man, that smacks of being like you have to take your brother if you're going to the pool. It really does. <laughs> I would not. I, by like the you can only go to the skating rink if you take your brother. 
Kirk Ferentz is not going to get Brian that job because he's not like he'll list his dad as a reference, and then when he calls, he'll be like, "Don't hire this guy." <laughs> like, I never heard of him. I have no son. Yeah, no. Sorry, that man is that man is a fraud and a liar. You could get people on Cameo to say anything. <laughs> I'm kind of surprised this hasn't happened before, or at least more often. Bob knew. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> You think? Uh, I'm, I'm going with Bob now. <laughs> well, I'm going to answer, first of all, question one. Does Bob give a fuck? No. 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 Also, He's... are all these people connected by to, by Iowa, including Bob? Yes. Yes. Ooh. Yeah. Bob now. Did Bob know? I'd say chances are 98% Bob knew. Everybody, Because everybody's like, oh, they tricked him. They tricked Bob into saying this thing. And I'm like, no. Nah. Mm. Bob's a smart guy. Bob knew. <laughs> I bet it was in the queue and he bumped it to the top. He's like, oh, this is a good one. He's like, like, like you think Bob Stoops, Bob Stoops, who oversaw some of the best offenses in football history, likes le- seeing the final scores posted by his alma mater? Mm, yeah. Yeah, Bob knew. Bob likes 70 points. Bob doesn't like seven. Bob Bob took a tumbler full of tequila and said, let's fire up Cameo. <laughs> <laughs> He called up his close friend, Cedric the Entertainer, and said, watch this show. I have decided I will cause problems. Kevin Hart sitting just out of frame. Because here's the other thing. Bob! That's good! Unless Bob Stoops has mangled his finances in a way that's truly incomprehensible, which might be true, Bob Stoops doesn't need to be on camp. Like, of the people who are on Cameo, Bob Stoops is not one of those that you're like, oh, I get why he's doing that. I I mean, he's working in the XFL. So so you're saying he's on there... There might have been a bad real estate deal. Shit. I, yeah. I, I choose to believe that, yes. For the pleasure of starting shit. Okay. Yes. No, I be- like I Dave Wanstead is on Cameo because it's like, oh, you put all your money in sandwiches, Dave. No, Dave, no Dave Wanstead <laughs> is on Cameo because he genuinely believes that we do not know enough about sandwiches and he feels that it is his sovereign duty to pass this stuff along. And Cameo is just going to put the greatest amount of resources, i.e. his brain cells, where they are needed the most. It's that, and I also believe that Dave Wanstead is of that specific kind of boomery mentality where $50 is magic, no matter, oh, you'll get me $50! Dude, what kind of shit are you talking? $50 is magic, motherfucker. <laughs> There's that boomer mentality. If you handed me $50 cash, if I gave you $50 cash, do you know what in your head you'd think? You'd be like... I could buy a new toy with this. This is pretty like, great. Yeah. That never like, goes away. Folks, on your birthday, Spencer will send you a check for $5. <laughs> for $5. <laughs> it won't clear, but I will send it. Wow. Oh, That's yeah, a lot of money. Bob Look knows. at Ryan. Big money bags. Ryan, big no, dollars. I'm Danny, just, just saying, dismissing Bob, out of touch like liberal. <laughs> Coastal Elite. As yeah. usual. Fuck Dr. River, Oz over here. Yeah. My, oh, just my, out on that bis- river. Out on that river boat in Blunt County. Me and my big yeah. biscuit mansion over here. Right. <laughs> just sitting there with all the ladies going, oh, big biscuit, roll them again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Holly. I made him do it that time. That's on me. Yes, that one's my fault. It was in a riverboat gambling scenario that one's my where fault. he was being cheered don't, on. Don't mention my favorite things just to get you out of trouble. <laughs> oh, he's hot tonight. <sighs> yeah, he knew. 
is the point. Juan sets on cameo because he likes mixing it up. That's I guarantee you he would put it that way, right? It's I like, like Holly's sandwich theory that Dave Wanstead can make any cameo about sandwiches. And have you ever seen a Dave Wanstead like, cameo that's not about sandwiches? I haven't. Nope. Nope. he's incredibly valuable. That's why he can't be on TV too much. He'll just redirect every conversation to sandwiches. That's Although I we... would watch CNN's election report with Dave Wanstead. <laughs> <laughs> Him and the touchscreen man. That's all we want. Breaking down parts of his sandwich. If you're still in line at Subway, stay in line. <laughs> they have to serve you. <laughs> I'm kidding. Dave Just because they can't call Subway. it fish doesn't mean you shouldn't need it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Just go down there. Get you one of them not fish sandwiches. You're not better than this. <laughs> oh. Support local art. Hey, we got another voicemail. Yeah, let's give it a shot. Uh, server, server, can we hear? Can we hear from 770 who did not leave his name? Hey, guys. Uh, I'm on the way to work, and I just thought you would want to know that I almost wrecked my truck because during your celebrity first pitch, uh, discussion. I just kept imagining like Betty White going in there and like hanging one high and then just getting fucking smoked by Bryce Harper because I just feel like that's who would do it. Uh, and like that's how we lost Betty White. Like, wow. After all the things that woman survived, she <laughs> gets smoked by 102 mile an hour line drive to the chest. Anyway. Bye. Goodness. R. I. P. It's Betty probably White. for the. Probably for the best, no name was attached to that. <laughs> Thank you, Area Code 770, which is parts of Atlanta. You um, can't slander the dead unless you live in Scotland, apparently. In which case, you could be arrested for slandering the dead. Man. There's one dead you can slander. <laughs> That's right. Apparently, in this case, Betty White. Andrew mm-hmm. Jackson. Saying um, she wouldn't have a glove up. I bet Betty White would have caught that. She's not getting caught sleeping. She's going she's gonna to catch that ball. I am glad somebody. We just... all agree that Bryce Harper would throw on an old lady, though, right? Yeah, yeah, he's swinging. He's letting it happen. Yeah. Have you ever heard the legend of Good Game Tim? He was a boy during the Great Depression, and to make money, he'd travel to cities and towns with a simple offer. For a dollar, you could challenge him to any game you chose. And if you won, he'd give you $20. Now, Tim could make such an enticing offer because this kid was an absolute whiz at games of all sorts. It could be a child's game like Hopscotch or Hide and Seek, or it could be an adult game like Poker or Backgammon. Tim would always walk away victorious. And they called him Good Game Tim, not just because he was so successful, but because he was a real sportsman about it. Tim never gloated, even as he won game after game after game. But one day, the rich owner of a local concert hall took Tim to his venue and challenged him to a new contest. My boy, he bellowed, I'll bet you can't pick the cheapest seat in this fine hall. And true enough, Tim was stumped. How was a child supposed to take the guesswork out of buying tickets or guarantee the lowest price to an event? Tim handed the concert hall owner $20 and disappeared for decades until he re-emerged triumphantly as an app and website gametime.co now tim who accidentally added an e to his name when registering can offer you last minute ticket deals to nba playoff games baseball concerts and more 
Game Time offers you last-minute deals where you can save up to 60%, and he provides you with panoramic views from your seat in the app before you buy. So take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code FULLCAST for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply, and again, create an account and redeem code F-U-L-L-C-A-S-T for $20 off. Download Game Time today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. I'm going to continue to make fun of Jimbo Fisher for, like, I think you can get, like, a good month out of this. We've already talked about A&M. I no, have to I'm, insist I'm gonna keep, that we not. No, I have I'm to gonna keep making. We no, we don't have to talk about A&M. I'm talking about Jimbo. Making fun of what? Like, they're going to keep losing football games. Of course we can keep making fun of them. Of course we can. Like, they're going to do that. And the fact that this is the most... The, I think you will end up getting, like, the worst return per win of any coach in history if we look at the numbers. Uh, if we look Charlie at the Weiss. numbers? Really? No, no. I just want to, like, quantify it. Okay. Like, get look, it down to a fine number. I'm, right? not, I'm not saying this is going to happen. But if you wanted to set Miami up for the most demoralizing circumstance in which they could lose to A&M... Oh, no. It's if they do it right after App State beats A&M. Like, if you, if you are looking for the one-two punch, this is how it happens. That's brutal. I'm not saying it will, but if you were just like, hey, how can I set a trap for Miami fans who are feeling good about their team, and probably more specifically their team in the ACC as a whole, which has been a very confusing conference so far. Not that it is. No. No. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Because, like, it's still a ranked team. We can talk about the rankings. That's a whole separate. Oh, God. I, lo- I love the rankings because there's this the stupidest thing in the world. But draft yeah, this, kings. This is this is how this is how you do that. Yeah. No, it's this is there are so many confusing. Like we, we two is supposed to be sleepy. It wasn't week three. If you look ahead, uh, it's supposed to be sleepy. It won't be. There are so many things on here that could go so very wrong, right? Like what, Nebraska and curses among curses. If their interim coach manages to actually take those one-score games, this is my greatest fear. By the way, that they have so many one-score games on their schedule, and if they fire the head coach and it turns out to be the problem, I will laugh my ass off that Scott Frost was actually worth a negative of three to seven points per game just by being there. That's that's when you're like, because the whole time I kept thinking, you fired somebody for seven and a half million dollars. Men are too emotional to coach or run football. Like, I just kept hearing Holly say that, right? Like, should we let men coach football? They're so dramatic. So dramatic. So emotional. Spending eight million dollars when you could have just waited three weeks to do it. That is the most like toddler ass decision, right? Like, mm-hmm. do you want a cookie now or two later? They're like, cookie now. Like, that's essentially Nebraska. The marshmallow experiment has been widely debunked. You know what? It, it has been widely debunked, except in my house, where this works every damn time. <laughs> okay? I'm willing to accept the anecdotal evidence of my own experience Oh, for you that. don't mean on your children. You mean you. Yes. Okay. Yes, mm-hmm. me. I fail the marshmallow experiment every time, and so did Nebraska. Right? Yes, I believe. But if they, get, if they do something like they win some of these one-score games, they're like, I don't know. Maybe we should, le- maybe we should let the interim have it. Poison. Absolute poison. Like... Don't even start to think about that. Uh, Georgia, South Carolina. I feel like whatever you say about that is going to be wrong, right? If you're like, well, South Carolina is going to blow them out. I'm like, no, Spencer Rattler will probably throw like two crazy touchdowns. No one else would even think about trying. It'll also throw five picks. 
Like, if you want to see a quarterback throw five picks, brother, Georgia South Carolina might be the one. That might be the one you want to line up for if you're in for the full Hennig. If you want to see somebody just throw. Ooh, have we seen a full Hennig since we saw the original Hennig? Uh, I believe so, but not one as not one that was like the primetime game. Mm. Not one that was like on national television and is the only thing for everyone to watch. Ancient ones among you will remember Mississippi State's Michael Hennig throwing six. Yeah, Michael Hennig, yeah. Threw, yeah, he threw six. Which I have always loved because what do you say to him after four? <laughs> Keep going, man. I'm not. No, this isn't a joke. What do you say to him after four? You don't. It's like a pitcher throwing a no-hitter, but the opposite. You just don't say anything. We just look at him and go, you can't unthrow it. You can't unthrow the fourth. So get out there and throw the fifth. Just go, go keep going, man. You can't throw your fifth interception without throwing the first four. You stand right. on the shoulder of shoulders uh, of failure. We got to make a live, laugh, love plaque that says that exact thing. Um. So our our buddy Ace Ann Bender pointed out something to me recently that's deeply funny. These uh, in 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 the direction of Notre Dame. Notre Dame on their roster. Notre Dame is going through uh, a quarterback change because Tyler Buckner is injured and is going to miss an extended period. Not sucks. Not not rooting for anybody to get injured. But <clears throat> the interesting thing is that Notre Dame. I have never seen another school do this. On their on their official roster, they have heights and weights listed. But they have, like, an astonishing amount of precision attached to the heights. Like, one punter on the roster is listed as at 5'10 and 5'8 inches. Oh, boy. And I say this because Drew Pine, who's now the new starter, is listed as at 5'11 and a half, which is just Uh, like... What? Like... Pumpkin. Like... the, the fact that you can't just say, like, yep, here's our six-foot-tall quarterback standing tall back there slinging the... Nope. I know it. I, I, I mean, we've discussed this before, but I know the deal. Mm-hmm. He said he was six feet tall once, and somebody's like, hey, bro, no, line up, line up, let's go. <laughs> no, but if you say <laughs> no, you're five, no, 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 let's if, now, now. If you say you're 5'11 and a half, you're 5'9. Yeah, possibly. I think I'm doing the conversion math yes. in my head, but I'm pretty sure that's right. I agree with that. Are you saying that. that are you saying that that basically like Tinder profiles equal yeah. roster listings, mm-hmm. right? There's, like, this is yeah. so much dating profile trutherism on the on the <laughs> roster here. If you say I'm trying to remember the sliding scale. If you say you're five eight, you're five five. Oh. The shortest player on the roster is a kicker who's uh or no, there's a lo- the long snapper is listed at five seven. There's a kicker who's listed at five seven and three eights. And what? it's like, God, you what? couldn't even give him half? Is this the NFL combine? <laughs> Why do we need to, <laughs> Why do we need to put this nineteen year old's business on blast like that? It's yeah, yeah. It's just astonishingly specific. I love it. J- just put it all out there, man. Hemorrhoids. <laughs> freckles. Just, yeah, freckles. Weird mole. Just put those out there if you're gonna get that precise. It's sort by skin ache. tags. Yeah. It's a tummy ache when he eats after six. <laughs> it's got I, IBS. Um, it's a superpower. <clears throat> Last time peed the bed. Wow, three weeks ago. Look yeah. at that. <laughs> well, that goes for Notre Dame's whole team. Um, this is also how I came to realize that um, Ron Paulus III is a quarterback oh, on, no. on, uh, oh, on this um, roster. No relation, right? Correct. Okay. 
they just Ron Palace Labs can't stop making the new Ron Palace. <laughs> just keeps dropping them. There is a um, a game on the schedule I want to draw attention to. Um, it includes the number one scoring team in the country. Uh, it includes uh, the four games combined that these two teams have played. Three have gone to overtime. Um, the high scoring team they have won all, uh, both their games by multiple scores each, despite playing one in overtime. Uh, one of the games of the week. Kansas Houston based on uh, I'm sorry it's what the math says what the card says Kansas Houston is a uh, it's a good football game and there is absolutely nothing objectively better um, for at least half of it once Penn State Auburn ends so Kansas Houston just just be aware be advised watch grid is grim this week oh no I know I know (laughs) I know Houston's not ranked anymore but would would a Kansas win crack them into the rankings at three and zero at this point? It could. How close are they? Um, I mean, they it, are. What does it take, are does it two, take to get There the are two Kansases getting votes. There's R and State are getting yeah. votes. No votes. God damn. Voters are just blind. They not just can't si- believe what happened. Not a single vote for Kansas. <laughs> you got fucking Oregon ranked, but not Kansas. All right, we're starting get a campaign. Grip. A campaign. Let's go. Why is A and M ranked? Get oh Kansas yeah, in there. that's 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 very wrong. I think th- so. Here's th- the thing that should probably have LSU fans the most worried is that Florida State is not ranked despite being two and zero and beating LSU. <laughs> <laughs> think about what that means. See, that makes perfect sense to me. Think about what that means. That they're like, yeah, you know who should stay ranked? One and one Oregon, who got fucking. Blasted off the map by Georgia, two and two and FSU, who went to Louisiana and beat LSU. Nah, not worth There's it. There's just so much inertia to the rankings. Like, pollsters don't like to like ah fuck all these teams. Put some new yes. teams in there. Like you, have yes. to figure, you, you must slide this team down X number of spots. But fuck that. Start over. Start from scratch They're, every single when week. When you log in, they shouldn't let you look at your previous week's rankings. Yeah, exactly. It's, I will say, it does make it much funnier when they do shit like drop Texas A&M 18 spots. Like, that to me is actually funnier than dropping them out. Oh, God, that's a real number right there. Yes. Good that's Lord. almost enough spots. <laughs> yeah. Sir, welcome back. Yes. I, know, I just know, as if it like, they have, I don't think I've ever seen down 18, like the little arrow being like, I mean, it's fuck, not, I fuck mean, this particular it's not, it's spot. It's not the biggest either. Biggest yeah. ever. Michigan had a minus 21 plus. <laughs> no, I mean, no, Notre Dame dropped, I guess, 18, we would call it. That's, that's amazing. Because when you drop straight out of the rankings, you don't get the arrow and number. You just don't yeah. get any of it. I, Notre, listen. But there's 0-2 no, oh Notre Dame with 23 votes and Kansas with none. How is this fair? Justice for Kansas football. Justice for fucking Kansas. Uh, A&M, I, yeah, I just I, looked this up. A&M dropping 18 spots is the second largest drop by a team that remained ranked. Mm, Teams have fallen part. from higher all the way out of the rankings, but the, this and 09 Cal are the farthest anyone has ever dropped with people still for some reason putting him in the top 25. We still let him in the rich man's club, but we put him <laughs> in a big chair that said poorest rich man. That's what this is. <laughs> We made him sit it. behind Pittsburgh. Yeah. <laughs> he, he has to wear a top hat. But tis broken. <laughs> tis floppy. This and is de- exciting. And dishambulated. 
Week four, uh, 2009, Cal and Ole Miss dropped 18 and 17 <laughs> spots <laughs> and stayed ranked. Stayed Why? ranked. I don't even know who left the rankings. Jesus Christ. This shit's uh, also, Wait. That's is not there okay. More? There might be even more. That's in, that's incredible. Oh, I have Jason's eyes just started to glow. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Honestly, the co- the coaches polls were like in the AP oh, the, poll. Yeah. <laughs> they're in the twenty. They're twenty fourth. The coaches poll left them at twenty second. Yeah, the, the coaches poll has that, the coaches that poll. even more inertia. Where it's like, you want to move them more than two spots? That's that that'll <laughs> expend way back. too many of my calories <laughs> for the day. Do you, do you want? I I have a. Sh- While you look at that, I have. Uh, I'm not scrolling this Excel sheet that far. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> I click, barely know click, how to work it. Done. <laughs> I've never uh, heard of half these fucking teams. I bet that is half of why there's pole there's like pole inertia. Is that the people who fill these out? They're just like, oh god, this drop down menu. Oh Jesus, cr- no, absolutely not. No, it's I live in Albania. Two in the fucking morning. I'm oh, old and I'm hurt and I'm tired. Oh, no, what did I do? <laughs> I live in Albania. I just want to be done with this. <laughs> yeah, we make fun of the coaches' poll for never for not having coaches fill it out, but I think the most egregious offenses on it are committed by coaches actually filling it out themselves. Like when they do fill it out themselves, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Because the SIDs know what's up. Do you think co- and there are I any don't coaches know. who I do mean, their own taxes? <laughs> Oh, um, well, Dana, you, Dana for sure. You were saying that Bob Stoops is on Cameo. So based on that information, I'm going to say that Bob does his own taxes and he's made some mistakes. Now, when you say do taxes. Sure, sure. It doesn't I, necessarily yeah. imply pay taxes, right? It doesn't imply file, no. Okay, okay. No. Dana Holgerson is a sovereign citizen. Just like the Pope. Yeah, Dana. Dana just Dana just writes down a number on a piece of paper. It's like seventy three bucks, and he sends it in. And the IRS has twenty three of those in a backlog, and they're like, "We'll get to whatever that bullshit is when we have enough people to investigate it." Dana's like, "I do it every year. It's great." <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, we got a hey, we got a reader mail. I want to read. Yeah. From uh, Eli Pretzel. Hello, Mr. Pretzel. Ms. Pretzel. I'm sorry. Excuse you. Hello, Ms. Pretzel. Was trying to find Shut Down Fullcast merch store and thought it was 29snakes.com. It's not. Now, we own 24, 25, and 26snakes.com. I've never really ventured further up the scale to see what's happening at 29. Ha, 29 scale. Snakes. I get it. We are a Bay Area ball python snake breeder. <laughs> We are back, baby. After two years off, we are officially back in business. This year, we let our son take control of breeding, and he came up with some fun combos and morphs. I am reading this next sentence verbatim. We cannot wait to see what pops out of these eggs. Same. I feel like you should know. Same. I feel like you. I feel like if you're a snake breeder, you should have a high degree. It should not be like those fucking pills you drop in the the tub when you're four, and they're like, "What foam animal will this be?" It shouldn't be question mark. Folks, we are not not affiliated with 29snakes.com. Not yet. But we are ex- uh, we are accepting sponsorship offers at this I, time. I gotta tell you, I know COVID hit. A lot of businesses hard. What did they do during the two years they were out of business with their existing snakes? Just, just snakes just for the love of the game. Out? Like, just why bread snakes, bread snakes on an amateur basis for college credit. I guess. Like, why'd you stop? 
I don't like even more snakes. I don't like professional snakes. I like when the snake handler is not getting paid. It's more oh. enjoyable. Uh, here's another AP fun fact. A new record this week. Um, all this is from collegepollarchive.com. Texas jumping from 98th to 21st uh, after almost beating Alabama is the biggest jump by fucking far of any team that ever lost. Usually you have a really good showing against number one. Maybe you go up a spot despite losing. Right. Texas vaulted. Um, I can't, there's nobody else on the list in the last decade who's done it more than two spots. Texas jumped 77 spots after a you loss. You ever wonder if we're too powerful proclaiming Texas back, you know? We the internet? No, us. Specifically? Mm-hmm. Yeah. If we are, then Texas owes us money. Texas probably owes a lot of people money. They just seem like they're they're not good at paying. You bills. don't get rich by paying people you owe what they're owed. You get rich by paying them in horses. That's what I learned. <laughs> um, Try to pay someone with a horse. Jason, I'd like to congratulate your alma mater on being the only team in the FCS coaches poll to be ranked despite being 0-2. Yeah, see, that's lazy as fuck. That's <laughs> best zero and two team in the country. That's just that they they were they started eleventh, so they can't fall that far. Yes. I think we have like nine points on the year. That's that's they, fucking lazy. They did like yes, they had to play Cincinnati. Cincinnati is a very good football team. Totally get it. But they also lost to Samford, who I don't think is ranked at this point. Um, mm-hmm. and they didn't lose that game particularly close see i mean it was a 10 point game so close-ish but it's just like all right cool i'm glad that i'm glad that polls are broken at every level oh yeah yeah that makes me feel better and and at lower levels you're going to find even more like low information voting let's say mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> like if it's d3 it's like I, don't, I really don't know who won that game i'm just gonna guess i have uh i have a stat for you jason but it, i need to ask you a question first um, as a quarterback this year, how many completions of over 15 yards through the air uh, do you have? I don't have any yet. Okay. So in, young. In, an, yeah. in an officially sanctioned game. Okay, that's cool. So you and Bryce Young have something in common. Wow. Bryce Young hasn't completed a pass uh, that traveled 15 yards through the air this season. He's... In the, the vauntedly defensive SEC, he's the only quarterback who hasn't done that. Uh, he's 0 for 6 on those attempts, and only two of those attempts were outside the hashes. So if you wanted like a literal illustration of how Alabama doesn't have wide receivers this year that can mm. go further than 10 yards, that's it. Mm. And two games, dude doesn't have it at all. Well... Poor fucking ULM is uh, going to experience <laughs> several of those. <laughs> but, like, not only is this the get right game, not only is UL- ULM woefully under-resourced to um, an absurd degree, even against, like, Vanderbilt, let alone Alabama, Nick Saban personally hates ULM and said this week that he remembers when he lost to them, even though, as Ryan pointed out... No one at the entire university was there at the time. There might be a history professor or something. <laughs> the coach doesn't fucking matter. The man who was coaching ULM at that point now like runs a religious charity in Orlando. <laughs> He's completely out of foot. Yeah, well, Saban's coming for it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Saban's gonna, gonna play in, in the, the damn Citrus Bowl just to see that guy again. So 
Bama has, despite its unprecedented success over the last, fuck, what, 20, 15, 15 years-ish, Bama fans are not hesitant to turn on a coordinator that they don't like. <laughs> mm. If, mm. if, if, mm. if ULM hangs around in a low-scoring half, what will what will happen to Bill O'Brien at this point? Bill O'Brien already, you know, not like the most beloved man on football internet. How come? Where to begin? Hey, you know what? Do you want to talk about Bill O'Brien, the confusing GM who hates himself? Or Bill O'Brien, the in-game decision maker who hates everyone else? Um, I might start to see his name come up associated with that Nebraska job. (laughs) That's that's what I think. (laughs) Now I'm going to say, no, no, no. Follow me. Follow me. When what other coach has gone to a troubled program? Mm-hmm. been the tweener coach who in two or three years turned them around mm-hmm. and yes injected some much needed stability into that program and who's done we it can twice. laugh at a lot of things bill o'brien yeah no who was the only no. sane person in the building at penn state and the houston texans it is when he was in penn state he was very nice to me one time when the full cat interrupted an interview we were doing i don't want to thanks bill to- i don't want to totally discount his Penn State years, but it is telling that the only years where people have like glowing things to say about Bill O'Brien as a coach were the years with the lowest possible expectations, the absolute floor. Perfect. Perfect. Like every, every other time when it's been like, all right, Bill, we would like to see progress and growth. He's like, (laughs) no matter what Bill's going to get you average. That's what he's going for. If you are way fucking below average, he's your Mm -hmm. guy. Are you astonished that your boyfriend didn't just throw garbage on the ground when he was done with it? Bill (laughs) O'Brien, new boyfriend. You are dating Bill O'Brien. He's your Bob friend. Yeah, because the guy before you, he he brought that bar all the way down to the floor in the basement, right? If you're astonished. Scott Frost has his panic crew. (laughs) Where Scott Frost is sitting in his panic room scrolling some of the most horrifying websites known to mankind. Bill O'Brien doesn't know what the internet is, Nebraska. Wouldn't you prefer that? Look at, look at that handsome chin. Look at that handsome chin and send that man a DM. Can't believe Turd Alberts fired me. <laughs> <laughs> that Scott Frost group chat's got to be lit. It's got to be okay, so no, good. Who is Who's in, in the Scott chat? Frost group chat? So you got Alex Jesse Jones, Jesse Plemons, Jones. Brock Lesnar, all the guys who look like Scott Frost. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. just a collection of gigantic doughy looking white just guys. Just a collection of that guy. Sure. <laughs> Lena Dunham for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> I, sometimes I feel like you guys are making fun of me. Yeah, yeah, we are. Hey, uh, let's go the voicemail. Yeah. <laughs> Can we hear from 479 server? Hey, this is Kent Cottle, a.k.a. Pirate George on Twitter. I said I have a call to let people know as a longtime Arkansas fan, uh, yes, you are correct, the old cold beer that Sam Pittman is enjoying after the game is a hams. But the reason isn't to facilitate a whole hog half hams joke. Why not? The reason is, and uh, my apologies if this causes undue yiffing and scritching with the college football furry cognoscenti, but the reason is that 
you can superimpose the old 70s hams beer bear mascot over any still photo or video of Sam Pittman with his voice included, and no one would even know that it was a bit. Um, they were made for each other. Go Hogs. Thanks for all you do. Um, I'm I didn't gonna, get to the I didn't get to the furry part. I'm gonna. Sh- by the way, I'm going to in the chat share a link to that image. You judge it live, okay? Okay. Oh shit! Fire. Hold on. Video. <laughs> Server, leave this in. That's what I do. Yeah, because I'm I'm the professional. <clears throat> That's what I do. The Bill O'Brien of podcasting. All right. While we're waiting on Spencer, uh, did you guys hear that University of Utah police are investigating reports that <gasps> two female students wore body paint in lieu of tops to the Utes football game at Rice Eccles Stadium on Saturday? <laughs> yes, they, I actively need to investigate this thoroughly. Witness, witnesses said the body paint was applied to depict T-shirts. That's a, that's that's, that's what the security guards just let them walk by, which is great. Like, what a way to say that you've never seen tits before. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Johnson. Well, I don't know. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. All right. Hang on. Sorry. Sorry. One fan. Okay. Okay. Please. One fan YouTube influencer Malia oh, Johnson. No. I'm so glad that she told you that was her job posted on Instagram that security personnel allowed two topless girls to enter the stadium gate. Our first reaction is to create like a wall or shield in front of our children so they can't see it. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Johnson, who has had season tickets to U football for 20 years, said she and her husband were excited to take their children ages 10 and 13 to their first game. But the experience soured after they saw the two young women, she said. I would like to hear from the kids. Yeah, yeah no, it didn't <laughs> <sour>. They were <laughs> like, the game was awesome. The 13-year-old <laughs> likely disagrees. Okay. The, wait, sorry, wait, this wait. is the best part. The paint on the young women's backs was applied in a very haphazard manner, Johnson said. This oh, we hate a K- sloppy costume. So this judgmental. is via That's her so actual You ever tried to paint your own crafted, back? Right? That's right. Uh, That's right. Um, I believe I have found the Instagram post from this woman in question. This actually isn't illegal, by the way yeah no no, it's totally legal um this is from her instagram account this is the caption there were two uh, all caps topless girls at the utah football game this is the first time bringing my two kids to the game so excited no one seemed to stop them no one did anything with an exclamation point exclamation and then uh is this literally what our world is coming to? Well, yeah, mm-hmm. they were physical mm-hmm. form. So, yeah, this is... Utah State Code is silent on whether body paint is considered a body covering. Yeah, we can't even go to a family-friendly college football game. Ma'am, ma'am, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> family-friendly college football game, always a negotiable term, okay? Well, I mean, I, th- uh, I, I think there is a lot of loaded um, assumption about what family-friendly means. This seems incredibly friendly to me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. It, it appears, by the way, this couple has girls just two girls ready to feed babies. What's wrong with you, Malia? Yeah. Uh, it appears that uh, would this be okay? Would you be okay with this at your team stadium, especially yes. with your kids there? Okay. Well, we were asking about did the kids enjoy it? it appears they have two kids. I'm just going to show. <laughs> I'm going to send you the uh, oh. Instagram post in question. I know which one of the kids really enjoyed this. <laughs> Oh, boy. <laughs> it looks like both of them thought it was pretty funny. 
if that's what they're thinking about here. This is not actually a picture where you, um, where you, um, want to. D- yeah, everybody looks real happy in this picture. Notice that Dad has mirrored shades on. Also. <laughs> Yes, yes, Jerry, I agree. It's appalling. Just appalling Sorry, what society has come to. I need a follow-up comment from Supermom Brit. Sounds like I'm writing a letter to the U. We can't bring in our own food, but we can go topless. That sounds like a good deal. Yeah. It sounds like she spells it, we can go topples. Also, if you're lactating, you can bring your own food, it turns out. All right. <laughs> oh, yeah, someone's food, yeah. So I, this team, I am, I am college disappointed. College is for widening your definition of what is and is not food. I am disappointed that Utah is not playing BYU this year because <laughs> I would really love if the Utah student section was like, that's it. It's all tits out for the BYU team. <laughs> Man, listen, the Utah student section, which is a – I'm trying to think of a place where they would have less luck of catching two topless girls. You're not going to find a place more more unified and more hive-minded uh, this is a compliment than the Utah student section. This is the they are going to circle the wagons around these girls. They are in we're going, sec. We're going hogs out for the holy war. Hogs out. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is for everyone involved. Coming into the world as God made me. Every time we get a sack on third down, pull that sack out. <laughs> <laughs> hang brain for every touchdown we hang on them. This is that Smithers image with him at the script club. Where the script club. <laughs> <laughs> <And they're> like, <laughs> no. <laughs> what I what I really love is the amount of investigative resource that yes! <laughs> we're investigating. Yes, yeah. Brother, is that's it, too many is, syllables already. But does it actually mean Utah's like? Yes, well, fine. Uh, we we have our our top minds are on it. We will spare no expense. Were these like, the breasts that you the saw? Assi- no, is those weren't the ones. Yeah, you're is this to- the assignment you give to your best cop or your worst? Cop? <laughs> okay, and taking from the the common protest logic of they can't arrest us all, how many topless people can you actually arrest on a state in a stadium in a given day? It's like Thomas Crown affair, right? You turn around, there's like nip, nip, nip. <laughs> I think, I think yeah. the fact that uh, the Philadelphia Eagles jail only houses, I don't know, 10, 20 people, that's probably That's mostly for topless men, to be clear. If it, well, sure, but Holly just said people. So, like, if, if Philly can't do more than 10 or 20, that's got to be the upper limit. Yeah, far be it for me to uh, say that dudes cannot also show their nips. Let them out. Nipple's a nipple. This is what happens when Utah plays one road game in Florida. One. one. Next so. thing <laughs> you know, it's all never coming back. Yeah. It's all, oh, you don't need shirts? This, this is why we're boycotting Disney. <laughs> no, I learned a lot about my football team, and I learned a lot about myself this weekend. Of all the schools where I thought this might happen, Utah is bottom, bottom 20. Easy. Out of all 130 schools, like bottom tier it's also great because byu can use this for negative recruiting but it won't work what like spencer <laughs> the least likely for the, um, the least the least someone likely to do it or someone to complain someone to do it someone mm. to do it the byu gonna, recruiting angle on this is hilarious mm, though there's a boomer like, there's a boomerang effect when you get out of college and some of these uh households and and uh get out in the world the first time that i don't think you're taking into account here Perhaps. i think I there's a level of we are not byu watch me prove it <laughs> to consider here yeah don't Which, go don't yeah. go to utah you might see nudity <laughs> well, I, yeah and i think i think utah is like people think people associate us with byu where they keep their shirts on 
You know what we should oh, do? Oh, so this is brand. This is brand. <laughs> we should not wear shirts. Yeah. Mm. Salt Lake titties. <laughs> <laughs>